T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Wichita police investigating two separate shootings. We have the story. House committee looking at the growing threat from China. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm Rodney Price. The Wichita City Council discusses banning single-use plastic bags the kind you get at the grocery store. That story is coming up. A Wichita woman has been sentenced for a fatal DUI accident. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. It looks like March comes in like a lamb, at least for now, but we have a storm system on the way tomorrow and tomorrow night. We'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. Manufacturing and security are the focus of the first House Select Committee hearing on the Chinese Communist Party. Former National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster testifying to a special House committee analyzing the U.S.'s economic competition with China. This committee can help the United States catch up in the competition with the CCP. Also, he says, to determine policies to counter the Chinese Communist Party's aggression. Our hubris and neglect aided Beijing's ambitions, weakened our capabilities, and hollowed out our middle class. Scott Paul, president of the Alliance for American Manufacturing, says the U.S. is behind the curve on clean energy. The hearing amid renewed questions about TikTok, COVID-19, and after a suspected Chinese spy balloon was shot down over North America. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Police are investigating a shooting in East Wichita last evening. Police answering a shooting call to the 3100 block of George Washington Boulevard. Officers discovering an argument between two males resulted in one of those men being shot. The victim hospitalized in critical condition. No suspect information released. A woman was injured in a shooting in South Wichita Tuesday afternoon. This in the 2000 block of South Grove. First responders found the woman in her 20s with a gunshot wound to the chest. She was hospitalized in stable condition. Investigators believe there was a dispute between two women which escalated to a physical altercation on the front porch of a house. No arrests have been made. At a city council workshop yesterday, the board heard from Wichita's task force assigned to study whether or not to ban the use of single-use plastic bags. The task force began its work in January 2020, and a survey that year revealed that 71% of Wichitans agreed with banning their use. The city could see a savings of over $309,000 a year by banning the bags. It would also foster a healthier environment and cleaner city as the bags often end up as trash along the roadways and can be eaten by wildlife. 
Around 35 local companies and even larger ones like Trader Joe's and Costco have made the transition. A representative from Kroger says they also have a plan. We plan to phase out plastic bags by 2025. So while I don't have a specific timeline as to when our Dillon stores here um, in Wichita would see that transition, um, we do expect that work to move pretty quickly. There's no word on what the city's next steps will be. Rodney Price, KNSS News. A Wichita woman has been sentenced to prison for the traffic death of a man on a motorcycle in southeast Wichita. 27-year-old Leah Garcia was sentenced to 32 months in prison with 24 months of post-release. On August 11, 2021, at Pawnee and Woodlawn, Garcia's eastbound car turned in front of a westbound motorcycle driven by 24-year-old Albert Ortiz Carrasco, who died at the scene. Garcia did not stop following the crash and drove northbound on Woodlawn. Deputies later found Garcia's car at her home in the 900 block of South Fabrique. In January, Garcia pled guilty to driving under the influence and leaving the scene of an accident. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, has lost her bid for re-election. Mayor Lightfoot losing after coming under fires. The city's seen some dramatic increases in crime, but she told supporters Tuesday night... I'm grateful that we work together to remove a record number of guns off our streets, reduce homicides and started making real progress on public safety. The top vote-getter, Paul Vallos, the former Chicago school CEO, told his supporters... Public safety is the fundamental right of every American. It is a civil right. Vallos goes up against the candidate who got the second-most votes, Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson. They'll go head-to-head in a runoff election April 4th. Jill Nato, Fox News. Kansas has news time now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock. College men's basketball senior night tonight in Manhattan for K-State. We'll preview that coming up sports. That new microchip plant for Wichita, not a done deal yet. That story coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. 8.08 now, 8 minutes past 8 o'clock here on this Wednesday morning, first day of March. The U.S. Department of Commerce considering applications for funding in the CHIPS program, encouraging U.S. companies to manufacture microchips. Integra Technologies is proposing a big plant in Bel Air that could bring more than 2,000 jobs to Wichita. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News a decision on the plant could come in the third quarter of this year. He says it's a competitive process. We look good because our our federal delegation and our governor and our state and all of our businesses. This is a uh, it's a lot. Uh, it's a good team effort. And everybody's on the same page. We don't have any any naysayers that are there, so that that helps as well. Meitner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. An approved controlled burn in a field near Great Bend got out of control over the weekend. It took firefighters several hours to put out the fire. It flared up again Sunday. With the help of strong winds, and firefighters extinguished the blaze a second time. Republicans on the House Armed Services Committee held a hearing on Capitol Hill with Pentagon officials Tuesday. 
to ask how the U.S. is tracking weapons in Ukraine and ensuring they end up in the right hands. Three Pentagon officials explain how the department is monitoring the weapons getting to the front lines using state-of-the-art technology and scanners and 90 inspector general representatives in the region, along with a few dozen military personnel at the U.S. Embassy in Kiev who visit the warehouses. Undersecretary of Defense for Policy Colin Call explained. We are not seeing any evidence of systemic uh, diversion of the equipment that uh, the United States has provided. The Pentagon says the best evidence they have that the weapons are getting to the front lines is that the Russian troops have not advanced or taken a city since last June. Ukraine, while fighting a war, has improved its corruption rating by six places in an index prepared by Transparency International. At the Pentagon, Jennifer Griffin, Fox News. Two women were rescued in rural Maine after they were missing for four days. It was a trip to the mall that went horribly wrong. Kimberly Pushard and Angela Bussell of the coastal town of Topsom were found by game wardens on a remote back road in sub-zero temperatures in a car that was out of gas with no heat. Police say both women have intellectual disabilities and got lost to the point where they were hundreds of miles from home. Pushard's mother says her daughter and Bustle must have become disoriented in the unfamiliar surroundings. They ended up driving to Massachusetts and New Hampshire, where police tried to give them directions to return home. Pushard and Bustle are now recovering at a hospital. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News Time now 8-11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. Traffic now in the Wichita area. Uh, just continue to watch out for slowdown Central and Tyler uh, the report there of a car on fire. Uh, we've also got a couple of little areas of traffic where some uh, heavy, heavy traffic volumes have slowed things down a bit. Uh, one of them in that road construction around the North Junction, I-135, I-235, and K-96. And another one uh, is on the ramp to southbound I-135 from westbound Kellogg. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Let's check the forecast now with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. As the old saying goes, March comes in like a lamb, at least for today. But an upper-level storm system is making its way into the central part of the country by tomorrow and tomorrow night. And that will likely bring with it the chance of rain and some light snow. It'll be sunny today and breezy, a little cooler with a high 62, 32 overnight. Rain moves in late tomorrow with a high 46. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now a clear sky, 42 degrees. We have a north wind at 13 miles per hour. And weather's brought to you by the Monarch. Up-to-date events and new whiskey and bourbon releases are available in the Monarch newsletter. Sign up online at monarchwichita.com. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS and a California parole board voted in 2021 to free Robert F. Kennedy's assassin, but the decision later was overturned by the governor. Sirhan Sirhan will once again appear before the board today. At Who a voted hearing. to free him? Uh, the board. But they were overturned by the governor. Hmm. Yeah. So Wednesday today at a hearing in San Diego County to seek approval for his release. And Governor Gavin Newsom rejected Sirhan's freedom in 2022. He said Sirhan remains a threat to the public and hasn't taken responsibility for the 1968 crime that changed American history, of course. He is the uh, convicted assassin of Robert F. Kennedy. Sir Hans' lawyer says his 78-year-old, the 78-year-old man, not a danger to society and should be released. Sir Hans has spent more than 54 years in prison. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the California Parole Board and the governor, they're the ones who have the responsibility 
uh, whether or not to let that guy go. Okay, what else is going on? How about a former Missouri state representative sentenced to six years and three months in federal prison without parole for fraud schemes involving medical clinics in southwest Missouri? Former state representative Tricia Durges, a Republican from Nixa, Missouri, was sentenced Tuesday, ordered to pay $500,000 in restitution. Oof. Durgis was convicted in June of 2022 of 22 counts. Prosecutors said that she oh. falsely claimed she was giving patients yeah. stem cell treatments. She thought she was going to get away with it. Illegally providing prescription drugs uh. and fraudulently filing claims for nearly $900,000 in COVID-19 <laughs> relief funds. Well, she saw an opportunity, didn't she? And, uh, yeah, well... He was didn't a, quite work out. An assistant physician at several clinics in southwest Missouri. And Durgis was elected to the Missouri House of Representatives in 2020 and resigned days after she was con- convicted. So, yeah, she saw an opportunity and went after it. And it didn't work out so well. Fresno, they've got a problem out there. They've got uh, Somebody's running around killing dogs. Ew, that's yeah. that's kind of nasty. After receiving a report of a disturbance. At 3 a.m. Tuesday, officers found three pit bulls, each dead from apparent Not stab killing wounds. them, but stabbing yeah. them. According to the Fresno Police Department, as of early Tuesday evening, investigators had not identified any suspects in the case. That's going to a police spokesman. That's awful. Yep, that's awful. 8.15 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And this is, as we said, March 1st. And it's a big day in Wichita history. The month of March. On this date in 2005, Dennis Rader. The church-going family man accused of leading a double life as the BTK serial killer was charged in Wichita with 10 counts of first-degree murder. This is the day we, we uh, took him to court and charged I him. I remember that day very well. The Raider later pleaded guilty and received multiple life sentences. And part of the, uh, the plea, I guess, was that he got to tell about all these crimes in, in open court, which was gruesome. And he's in uh, El Dorado right now, I guess. And That's where he'll be forever. And keep them over there because yeah. you keep them off the streets. Next week, I'm, uh, I've got something going on. I just want to briefly mention it, to, uh, and that is a, our, our, my high school, West, is having a, an alumni. Uh, they're opening a hall of distinguished alumni, and they're going to induct like 10 people into this, people who have accomplished things after they left West. I'm going to emcee the thing. It's next Thursday. Oh, you're not getting inducted? Oh, no. How, Why how, not? I don't have the credentials. Uh, but I Monday, disagree. Come on. Man. Monday morning, we ha- we're going to have one of the inductees on. We're going to have Tracy Rowlett on. Do you know who Tracy is? No, I do not. He's a graduate of West in 59. He went on to, as a broadcast career, started, I think, at KFH in Wichita, wound up in TV at Cake. And then he wound up in Dallas, and he spent like 30 years as a main, as an anchor in Dallas. Very, very, very prominent anchor. So we're going to have Tracy, and we're going to have him here. We'll have him on the phone, I'm sure, on Monday morning and talk about his career, and so on. a lot of people around here still you know, know him. One of the inductees will be a fellow named Bob Knight, who graduated in 59 as well. I know who that is. Yeah, <laughs> our mayor. The former mayor. Yeah, the very good friend of mine, John McKay, is going in. He's class of 56. Carla Burns. The late Carla inductees. Burns. Sorry, yeah. she's not here to terrific do that in person. Talent on oh Broadway. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I only met her once. We had her in here for some reason, and, yeah. we, and, and yeah. we got to meet her. Or I got to meet her, and... She was delightful just at sitting and talking. Love Carla Burns. Mm-hmm. People love her. We miss her so much. And uh, you know, I'll mention some other people next week, but it, it's going to be fun. A fun deal. We've got this thing financed. We're going to open it up and put some of these people, prominent people in there from our high school.
It's uh, eight seventeen now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is sports time with Ted Woodward and a big day for KU and basketball, men's basketball. Yeah, last night up in Lawrence, senior night for the Kansas men's basketball team. Last time on the home court there at Allen Fieldhouse, third-ranked Kansas hosting Texas Tech. Not a thing of beauty for either team. Tech just couldn't make anything from long range. Kansas struggled to shoot the ball all night long as well. Therefore, you ended up with kind of a low-scoring, tight game between the Red Raiders and the Jayhawks. They came right down to the very end. Who wanted that basketball more? You heard the game on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Hawks by the narrowest of margins, 61-60, 55 seconds to go. And you probably want to get one up here in the, in the mid to upper 30s. There's a 46 on the clock, 19 on the game clock. KJ drives in, spins and kicks back to Harris. Jalen's posted up, backs down, throws up a wild shot, then misses. Rebound on the deck, a scrum for the ball. Tech has it, lost it. McCullough saves the day. He laid it up and in. Kind of wild, wild. I mean, both arena. teams had their hands on the ball like ten times Man. in that exchange, and finally, KU was the one that wanted it more, and the Jayhawks win it, sixty-seven to sixty-three was the final score. KU has now won its home finale, senior night, forty years in a row, <laughs> and with that win, they clinch at least a share of their the conference title in the Big Twelve Conference. This will be the sixty-fourth time in program history that KU has won the conference championship. Which is an NCAA record, by the way. After the game, comments from KU head coach Bill Self. It was a great win, and, and, and you're exactly right. Uh, when you said Jay Will willed us to win, but you can also throw in Juan, and, and, and then the play that Kevin McCuller made may have been the best play anybody's made this year in our league uh, 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 there at the end where, he, where he, he stole the ball and took it on that loose ball. And uh, reminds me so much of plays that actually make seasons, and, and that was an unbelievable play by by our guys and by Kevin. But but uh, I was thinking it's our possession arrow, just get a jump ball. And and the bottom line is is that we couldn't get it, we couldn't get a jump ball. It just stayed loose, and then and then Kevin just went and took it. But uh, uh, it was great. It was it was a great win. Sure was for the Jayhawks as a senior Jalen Wilson led the way with 21 points on his senior night. Seven wins in a row for KU now, the defending national champions with a record of 25-5 and after that win last night. In Manhattan tonight, we have senior night for Kansas State. The Wildcats are ranked number 11 in the nation, K-State hosting Oklahoma. K-State lost on the road at Oklahoma by 14 points just a couple of weeks ago. Tonight, they'll rematch in Manhattan. Kansas State is on a three-game winning streak right now. Senior night for K-State. They will honor the six seniors on the roster. K-State, Oklahoma, that'll tip off at 7 o'clock tonight. FanDuel has K-State as a a 6.5-point favorite coming into this one tonight. The Wichita State women's basketball team finishes up the regular season tonight on the road at Houston. Shocker ladies have never won on the road at Houston. Shocker women are 16-12 and 12 on the season, heading into the final game of the regular season tonight. Steve Strain will have the call of the Shocker ladies at 6.45 this evening, and that is on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. High school boys basketball action in sub-state play. Season on the line, losers eliminated in sub-state semifinals action last night right here in Wichita. 
Class 6A boys, Wichita Northwest wins at home, knocking off South 66-60. Season over for South. Northwest advancing into the sub-state finals with a record of 13-8. and And in boys Class 4A, it was Andale winning at home, beating Rose Hill 55-44. The Andale boys advance into the sub-state finals with a record of 13-8 and on the season. And in Class 2A girls sub-state quarterfinals last night, Inman winning on the road at Ellenwood 43-39. The Inman girls into the sub-state semifinals with their 10th win of the season. And pro basketball in the NBA last night. The San Antonio Spurs went on the road in Utah, beat the Jazz 102-94. Kind of a surprise. Coming off the bench for the Spurs, Devontae Graham, the former Kansas Jayhawk, with 12 points and three assists. With that win, the Spurs snapped a 16-game losing streak. They had not won a road game since before Christmas. But San Antonio won last night in Salt Lake and stopped that losing streak. That sports with Stephen Ted. 8.22 now, Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minute. Sean shares more thoughts on the origin of the coronavirus. That's coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 8.30 on this Wednesday morning, 42 degrees. A two-phase proposal drafted by the city's fireworks committee would allow aerial fireworks to be shot on personal property within the city limits during the Independence Day holiday. Under the first phase of the plan for 2023, the purchase of a $10 permit would allow you to shoot aerial fireworks on your property legally between July 1st and the 4th between 10 a.m. to midnight. The fireworks would still be illegal to shoot from public property, including streets and cul-de-sacs. Bottle rockets would remain illegal as well thanks to state law. A zero-tolerance policy for violations would occur between the 1st and the 4th, and a first-time offense would cost you $1,000. In 2024, the plan would make it legal to sell aerial fireworks within the city. The modified ordinance will be presented to district advisory boards in March and April and to the city council sometime in May. Rodney Price, KNSS News. A body was found Monday in Galena in southeast Kansas. KBI agents have now joined... To assist the investigation, police say the man's body they found was badly decomposed. Due to this factor, the KBI says identification of the remains may take longer than in typical cases. An autopsy has been scheduled. The search continues for candidates to replace retiring Wichita School Superintendent Dr. Alicia Thompson. School Board member Cheryl Logan says they have been uh, uh, focusing on internal candidates first. We're doing our diligence to make sure we thoroughly vent, vet our candidates, and we then get the best person that we can find. A number of candidates have already been interviewed by the board during executive sessions of recent board meetings. Student loan forgiveness was front and center at the Supreme Court. Six states arguing the Biden administration does not have the legal authority to issue nearly a half billion dollars in student loan forgiveness say the move is executive overreach that needs congressional approval. If nearly a half trillion dollars is going to be canceled off the federal government's balance sheet, that's something that should come through Congress. That's Nebraska Solicitor General Jim Campbell. The administration argues that it is allowed to make changes to student loan plans because the HEROES Act passed in 2003 allows for those changes when there's a national emergency like the COVID pandemic. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, 
Fox News. The murder trial of disgraced South Carolina lawyer Alex Murdoch continued Tuesday. Fox's Jonathan Hunt with details. Emotions ran high once again as Alex Murdoch's team questioned the accused killer's former law partner, from whom Murdoch has admitted stealing millions of dollars. His attorney questioning Ronnie Crosby's motives in testifying for the prosecution and drawing a sharp response. Prosecutors say Murdoch's theft from his law partner and clients was about to be exposed and he killed his wife Maggie and son Paul to buy time for a cover-up. Murdoch says he didn't do it and his attorneys have suggested with the help of hired experts that Murdoch is too tall to have fired the fatal shots. Jurors are expected to visit the scene of the crime later this week. The U.S. Department of Commerce is considering applications for funding in the CHIPS program. This is encouraging U.S. companies to manufacture microchips. Integra Technologies is proposing a big plant in Bel Air that could bring more than 2,000 jobs to Wichita. Century County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News a decision on the plant could come in the third quarter this year. He says it's a competitive process. There is a pretty good movement that, that the heartland is... Uh... Uh, I think we're getting recognized as, as uh, uh, the, in the heartland, the middle of the country, is is a place of you know solid workforce and and um, obviously it's away from the coasts and, and some of the some of the weather issues that go on there and other things and quality of life is good and workforce is good so uh, stable let's call it and and that uh, it's helpful very helpful so we'll get some attention. Mike commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Now we'll look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A cool front is swept across south-central Kansas that will bring in slightly cooler air, but still running above average today. Mostly sunny with a high 62 later on this afternoon. Partly cloudy, breezy, colder tonight, tello 32. And we'll see rain move in late tomorrow with a high 46, with a changeover to snow possible Thursday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now partly cloudy, north wind at 13 miles per hour and 42 degrees. 8.35, Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. And it's time for entertainment news. The Blur with Ted Woodward. Ted? The family of an actor now has a tough decision to make. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Saving Private Ryan actor Tom Sizemore's family is deciding end-of-life matters after the 61-year-old actor suffered a brain aneurysm February 18th, according to a statement from his manager to Fox News Digital. Doctors informed his family that there is no further hope and have recommended an end-of-life decision. Sizemore collapsed mid-February in his Los Angeles home and was transported to the hospital. 
Doctors concluded that he had suffered a brain aneurysm as a result of a stroke. The actor has remained in critical condition ever since. Sizemore has had a career playing tough guys in films like True Romance and Natural Born Killers. He played Sergeant Mike Horvath in Saving Private Ryan. Shapolino, Fox News. Let's get up close with a celebrity. The Fox Celebrity Profile with Carrie Russell, who stars in the new horror comedy, Cocaine Bear. When you got the script, what did you expect? Well, I think my reaction is probably the same reaction you all had. This <laughs> is like, what is this movie? And, you know, we were in the middle of COVID and everything, you know, that was so intense in the world. And I think that's what led me there. I was just like... That sounds like so much fun and so not real and so not like my life right now and everyone's lives and just being with Margot again and Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Liz in the woods. On a film especially like this, I mean, was that something you just you just couldn't pass up, like having this this memory now? So Margot and I are, are pals. Like, we go out to dinner all the time. I love her. I would do anything with her. So really, when I heard she was doing it, I was like, oh, now I can totally place Liz's tone that she's trying to do. Ashley Dvorkin, Fox News. The family of Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward are putting some of their movie props and wardrobe up for auction. An auction of hundreds of items from actors Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward will be up for grabs at Sotheby's Auction House over the summer. More than 300 items from the estate of Newman, who died in 2008, and his wife of 50 years, Oscar-winning actress Joanne Woodward, will be for sale. The auction is set to take place across a series of Sotheby sales events happening beginning in June in New York. The collection is titled The World of Joanne Woodward and Paul Newman. It'll offer objects that provide a window into both the professional and personal lives of the couple, recently chronicled in the six-part HBO Max docuseries The Last Movie Stars. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Let's see what's going on with the Oscar-nominated films at the movies. The Fox Movie Profile with Fandango's Eric Davis. And a look at where some of the year's Oscar Best Picture nominees are on the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter. Starting with the Cate Blanchett-led Tar. Tar is at 90% on the tomato meter. It's Cate Blanchett being the legend that she is, turning in a powerful performance as a masterful conductor and composer who begins to fall from grace. Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh are neck and neck as frontrunners in that Best Actress category. Women Talking is up for the top title. So Women Talking is 91% on the tomato meter. It is an exceptional ensemble picture based on a celebrated story about a group of women living in a colony who come together to debate leaving the colony after one of their own is raped. There's also Triangle of Sadness. So this is lowest on the tomato meter at 72%. And it's perhaps a surprise nominee. The film is a dark comedy about a bunch of rich, snobby people who go on a nightmare cruise and wind up stranded on an island. Ashley Dvorkin, Fox News. Let's check in on the world of gaming. Fox Bits. Your insider's cheat code to gaming. I'm Amon Dignam. Monday was Pokemon Day. The original game coming out 27 years ago in Japan. And to celebrate the franchise that has achieved so much in gaming. More content arriving in the latest editions in the series. Scarlet and Violet. Including all new downloadable content, the hidden treasure of Area Zero. Also coming up, updates to mobile game Pokemon Go, which now allows it to function when players sleep. New tracking technology to connect to your smartphone and new ways to catch Pokemon without looking at your screen or while you nap. Also announced, 
a new TV series hosted by Netflix called Pokemon Concierge. This is the Pokemon Resort. A stop-motion series in the style of the old Gumby show. Pokemon Pokemon are the guests here. Set in a resort, what happens there is a mystery for now. That's Fox Bits for Fox News. Let's hit the Late Night Crew, the Late Late Show with James Corden, CBS. Norwegian Cruise Line has announced a Johnny Walker cruise through Northern Europe. During the cruise, passengers can taste a variety of Johnny Walker whiskies and learn about the company's history. Yeah, it will be nice to see people on a cruise throwing up from something other than norovirus, isn't it? The Late Night with Seth Meyers, NBC. President Biden held an event yesterday at the White House celebrating Black History Month, also being held at the White House, everyone's breath. <laughs> and Jimmy Kimmel Live, ABC. Democrats, Republicans, and independents all agree that Santos should not be a congressman anymore. There's a new survey that says 66% of New York voters want him to resign. Um, the other 34% are him in a variety of wigs and mustaches. <laughs> Uh, 50 years ago on this day, it came out in Wichita movie theaters, Charlotte's Web, animated version based on the very famous children's book by E.B. White. Hanna-Barbera Productions did the movie. Uh, Earl Hamner Jr. wrote the script, the guy that did the Waltons. Of course, the voice talents of Debbie Reynolds, Paul Lind, Henry Gibson as the pig, narrated by Rex Allen. Music by the Sherman Brothers, the guys that did Mary Poppins and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in the Jungle Book. I went and saw this movie as a kid at the drive-thru in Derby. The drive-in. The drive-in at Derby. Yeah. I always thought it was good, but apparently the critics were very mixed on it. Agnes Moorhead was also in the cast as the voice of the goose. Uh, Apparently, Tony Randall originally provided the voice of the egotistical rat, Templeton. But they they listened to it when he was done, and they just didn't feel it was right. Just Tony Randall wasn't right for the part. Somebody suggested Paul Lynn. That's when they brought in Paul Lynn to record Templeton, and that is a classic performance by Paul Lynn as Templeton the Rat. Apparently, too, the author of the book, E.B. White, hated the movie. <laughs> He's, I think he said, uh, We have never ceased to regret that your version of Charlotte Webb never got made. The Hanna-Barbera version has never pleased any of us. A travesty. Stories interrupted every few minutes. Somebody singing a jolly song. I don't care much for jolly songs. Apparently, E.B. White didn't care for it. I always enjoyed it. I thought it was a. I thought it was a pleasant, pleasant movie. Eh, book's better. Char- oh yeah, the book's better. But I always enjoyed. It. All right, there you go. Charlotte's Web celebrating its 50th anniversary today. The animated feature. Actress Bonnie Franklin passed away 10 years ago on this day at the age 69, pancreatic cancer. Of course, you remember her as the, the mom. In the sitcom One Day at a Time. Hi, how is the movie? Oh, the usual. The earth crashes into the sun, burns to a crisp, but the last rocket ship plunges through a meteorite shower and lands on a lost planet to begin life anew. Dull. <laughs> Bonnie Franklin. Emmy nominee, Tony nominee, Golden Globe nominee. She never won. Wow. Bonnie Franklin passed away 10 years ago on this day. 50 years ago on this night, the final episode of The Mod Squad, the counterculture police series. Six Emmy Award nominations. Peggy Lipton, of course, in the cast, as well as as uh, Clarence Williams III as Link. The Mod Squad. Link, did Pete ever talk about a girl named Tina? Not to me. 
Well, not about her. Or anything else. Find out for me, will you, Link? Ah, old African proverb. Cat who provides shoulder to cry on, wind up with shrunken suit and no friends. Know something? Hmm. You're a phony. <laughs> now, ain't that the mortal truth? The Mod Squad. Mod Squad. It's a little bit too edgy for my dad. I remember my, I was, we had the Mod Squad on TV. Dad came in and says, what is this? <laughs> Turn the channel. <laughs> I don't think he cared for it. I can see him doing Series that. episode of the series finale of the Mod Squad. The Mod was Squad. 50 years ago on this night. It was on the air for five seasons. And a big birthday today. Harry Belafonte is 96 years old today. Jamaican-American singer, King of Calypso, a lot of hits in the 1950s and 1960s. Emmy winner, Tony winner, three-time Grammy winner, got the Kennedy Center honor in 1989. Also a huge uh, political and humanitarian activism guy. Mm-hmm. Big in the civil rights movement. Happy birthday to singer Harry Belafonte. He is 96 today. And that's Entertainment News in the Blur with Stephen Ted. 8.45 now, Stephen Ted. And Calypso. Uh, we've got the uh, Wichita Business Journal update on the way. The city unveils a $400 million proposal plan for downtown Wichita on the East River Bank. That's coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Steve and Ted in the Morning is sponsored by Cindio HR and Payroll Outsourcing. Steve and Ted in the Morning, KNSS 850 now here on a Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. Kansas clinches at least a share of the Big 12 men's basketball title after a 67-63 win over Texas Tech. Two. Wichita City Council Workshop looks at single-use plastic bags. And possible changes in the city's fireworks policy. One. House Select Committee focusing on growing threat from China. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Road construction up at the North Junction continuing. Uh, they're going to be shutting down the, well, they're going to be shutting down a lane north and southbound of I-135 from 37th to 45th Street North. They're going to be shutting down one lane north and southbound there. Removing a uh, barrier wall there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 13.30 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 58 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, the overnight low 34. And for Thursday, cloudy, breezy, and cooler. 60% chance for rain tomorrow and a high of 45 degrees. Now partly cloudy, 42 degrees. We have a north wind at 13 miles per hour. A frigid February for Wall Street closed out with more losses Tuesday. The S&P 500 falling 12 points, the Dow down 232, NASDAQ down 11. Trading has begun this morning on Wall Street, and the Dow is up by 57, almost 58 points. The uh, S&P is down just a fraction, and the NASDAQ is up 8 points. Let's take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. The owners of a Kansas Star Casino have submitted an application to the state proposing the construction of a new historical horse racing gaming facility in Park City. Called Diamond Joe Park City, the proposed facility would be a $160 million entertainment district, including up to 1,000 horse racing machines, a steakhouse, cocktail lounge, a FanDuel-themed sports bar, a meeting and convention space, and what's expected to be the first Amazon Go store in Kansas. The city of Wichita's new $400 million plan for the east bank of the Arkansas River downtown 
keeps and updates its 50-year-old anchor building, Century 2 in the former Central Library, while expanding current convention space. The plan unveiled Tuesday does not address a new performing arts center, but it does put an end to the $1.2 billion Riverfront Legacy Master Plan, which had momentum in early 2020 but hit a COVID-19 wall before it could be presented to city and county officials as well as the public. Cost of the plan unveiled Tuesday in a workshop format to the Wichita City Council includes $55 million to repurpose 53-year-old Century 2, $15 million to renovate the 55-year-old former library, another $160 million would cover a pedestrian bridge over the river, parking, landscaping, and riverfront improvements. City Manager Robert Layton told the council plans for a new performing arts center are in the works and would be in place before the $400 million plan progresses. Wichita-based Genesis Health Clubs adding its 62nd and 63rd fitness facilities nationally, reaching into Kentucky for the first time. The company has bought a couple of facilities in Louisville, the Blairwood Tennis Swim and Fitness Club and the Louisville Tennis Club. Contract terms not disclosed. That's local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Today is National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. Hello. Yep, one day is mm. not enough to recognize peanut butter, but the, the goober has been paired, blended, and added with... Many tasty results. I love peanut butter. Peanut butter. You like it, don't you? Oh, outstanding. My wife likes peanut butter. I'm not a big fan of peanut butter. I do like it with chocolate in those Reese's Pieces. Now I think that's, that's a good combination. tasty as well. That's a tasty combination. I just got me some peanut butter M&Ms at the store yesterday. Well, and you I'm did. looking forward to breaking those open. Well, how about that? I didn't really like it for the longest time, but just you know, the last couple of months or so, I've had a jar of it at home because I bought the... Uh, it's like the all-natural version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that. Where, oh. The one where you turn it around mm-hmm. and you look at the list of ingredients, and the ingredients list peanuts. says peanuts. Yeah, I mm. love and that And that's stuff. it. Yeah, Nothing else. There you go. Peanut butter day. Okay. I had a chance to spend a, uh, a little bit of time uh, last evening, yesterday afternoon, uh, just talking with an old friend, Dan Hernandez, who is, uh, of course, he's the owner of Powell Jewelry, one of our advertisers. But he's also a guy who... For a couple of three years, we worked together at a former radio station, uh, and Dan was one of our salespeople there. And so uh, we were at his shop yesterday, Shelly and I, and I got to compare a few notes, talk about some of the folks we used to work with, including a guy who looked like Herb Tarlick from WKRP, Dave Windsor. You've met Dave. I actually was a co-worker with Dave Windsor Dave, very briefly. Yeah, that's so right. That was a treat to meet him, that guy. He looked, he looked like, we called him Herb. After well, Herb Charlotte, yeah. the, the sales guy on WKRP. Yeah, dressed Cincinnati. just like him. Yeah. So anyway, good to talk to <laughs> Dan Hernandez, an old friend yesterday afternoon. Hey, uh, coming up here at uh, uh, the Glenn Beck program this morning uh, on KNSS, the Chicago Mayor Lightfoot had loses her re-election vote, and they're going to be talking about that on Glenn Beck today. Top of the hour news at 9 o'clock. House committee focuses on growing threat from China. Well, if you missed any of today's show or just want to listen again, Go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lash Show, news updates all day. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.